Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEM. Well, it's the run home with the professor and Barney. We're into our third hour here, which is uh, Wednesday fun times. Is that in the third hour? Summer solstice eve. Summer solstice eve. And we are celebrating summer solstice eve in the traditional manner, which is Barney. Well, you have the the three Shauns of the summer solstice visit you. Uh, We had our Shaun of the summer swishes, uh, which was Sean Bruce from the Sydney Kings. Uh, He was very good. Electric, if you will. Um, But is it time for our second Sean of the summer solstice. It is time for the second of three. Um, uh, so it's traditional you visited second. The second Sean <laughs> who visits you on the summer Mate. solstice is Sean of summer sixes. And uh, on the line, we've got Sean Abbott from the Sydney Sixers. Sean, are you there, mate? Yeah, how you going, guys? Good, mate. How is the uh, summer solstice eve treating you? I was just, just actually lying down on the couch for a bit of an afternoon kip, actually. Big day at training. Not much else happening. This seems to be a running theme with Sean's because we rang Sean Bruce before, and I I think he was still asleep. I think yeah, I don't was, think he woke up. For I don't our think chat. he did. Um, sorry to interrupt your nap, mate, but we know no, that you've no, been no. training hard because now Barney over here is a diehard Sixers fan, mm. and you guys are currently coming last, Sean. So yeah, um, um, <laughs> I, I, not to bring it up early in the interview, but yeah. you do like t- a true Thunder fan. He's <laughs> rubbing it in on us, Sean. <laughs> yeah. You do tend to finish strong, though. How can you assure Barney and all the other Sixers fans out there that it's going to happen again? Uh, well, I don't think there's any danger of getting bowled out for 15. Um, <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> ah, yes. And we're, we're, only, we're only two games in. Uh, True. And I'll, I'll stick my hand up. I bowled a couple of bad surge overs, which doesn't help. So, um, yeah. Uh, hard couple of days work at training. We'll be right tomorrow. With that, no with stress. the... With the power surge, how is that bowler? Like, that's obviously a lot of responsibility for a bowler like yourself. Um, and there's there's a yeah. couple of different approaches. Some people say give it to the spinners because it's hard to, you know, then you've got to manufacture your own uh, momentum. Uh, a quick bowler like yourself, how how hard is it to get your, your line and your length exactly what you want to do in that power surge, mate? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's difficult. Like, you can, you know, cut it as many ways as you want, but it's, then you've got to have a pretty good read of the of the batsmen, um, most importantly, um, and then you sort of adjust from there. I mean, it is tough, but at the same time, if you can bowl a good surge over um, and then string that into a second good surge over um, at the other end with whoever you're bowling with, it can have a huge impact on the game. Because um, obviously the batting team's looking um, to use that those two overs to really get their innings going. Um, and yeah, we just haven't got that right. Um, well, from my point of view, I'd definitely stick my hand up for the first two games. But, um, yeah, it's tough work. But, you know, we, we were pretty good at it last year. Um, you know, we're, just, we're also keeping an eye on what, what other guys are doing as well. Like Peter Siddle bowled unbelievable surge over against us in the first game. And then I was watching um, little Fuzzle Hark Faruqi, who I played with at, um, in the IPL, um, bowl his surge over last night and went for about one run or two runs, I think. So, um 
yeah, there's many ways to go about it, but I think um, being in tune with what the batter's thinking as well is pretty important. Now, Fazal Huck-Faruqi, I watched that ovary bowled last night. Very impressive. But one thing that struck me, you, you called him little Fazal Huck-Faruqi. He bowls at a <laughs> pretty rapid pace, but I saw him standing next to Chris Green. How tall is he, actually? Uh, he's tiny. Um, he's, he's really funny as well. Like, he's... I um, You know, whenever he was bowling in India at, at the Sunrises, I was making sure I was standing close by to sort of... Uh, you know, pick his brain a little bit. He's he's really funny. Like I asked him how he bowls his slow ball, and he's like, uh, "When batters ask me, I say can't speak English, and then they can't pick. I can't tell. So, and then he comes back and tells me exactly how he bowls it because <laughs> I'm bowling, so. he's cheeky as well. But he's small in stature, but he's genuine 140, mid 140s, and and swings in both ways with the new ball. So, um, good skills. Now, you guys unfortunately went down to the Scorchers over there in Perth. We all noticed that you didn't take sock. Was that a deliberate ploy because the whole of Western Australia hates Stephen O'Keefe? He was there. Oh, Don't he worry was about there. That. He just didn't play. I think, I think we had him more on the sideline to give it back to the uh, the crowd. The tough crowd over there. And we need the socky on the sideline sticking up for us. Were they giving it to him over there? Oh, he was giving it back. I mean. Of course uh, he was. <laughs> I'm absolutely guessing, but uh, not a bad point you make. I didn't think of that. Um, I'm surprised he didn't get held up at security. Surprised McGowan wasn't at the airport to arrest him. Yeah, anyway, no, I think he's got. I think he's got bigger issues to worry about. No, okay. no, I don't. Oh, I don't so think that's you, it. I thought you were going to say Socky's got bigger issues. He has some. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, now, obviously, as a fast bowler, you uh, you look ahead to your next match. You have uh, the Hobart Hurricanes. Let me just read some of this batting lineup for you: Ben McDermott, Tim huh. David. Matt Wade, Darcy Short, Jimmy Neesham. Is this... Don't a, let the Thunder fan get in your head, I'm mate. You've saying, got mate, every one of their numbers. They're, they're your bunnies, an, mate. That could be an international cricketing side. It's quite an amazing batting lined up for the, uh, for the Hurricanes. Yeah. Then, you know, but, I mean, Matty Wade's been one of the best finishers in uh, World T20 cricket for the last 12, 18 months. And everyone's pretty aware of what Tim David's capable of. Um, and, you know, that's... That's only two of that whole batting lineup. So, um, yeah, we're going to have our work cut out for us tomorrow night. But um, to be to be honest, it's a great opportunity for the bowling group, um, considering we're coming in on the back of two losses. But you know, it's our first home game. Uh, we know the conditions really well, um, and you want to come up against these players 100%. You know, the, the the better the the better the batting lineup, the better, in my opinion, um, gives you a really good indication of where you're at if you're executing on the night. Mate, you. Um, yeah. Sorry, you've been in the uh, in the BBL for a few years now, and that that it is striking me the quality of some of these teams that are kicking around. Is is this the the best year of quality like opponents you've seen, or or do you think uh, it's just been consistent the whole time you've been in the BBL? Um, I mean, there's certainly you know you, you certainly come up against some teams when you're looking at your scouting or something, doing the pre-game meeting, and you're like, crossed on mind that this this team's pretty good. Like, where's the yeah, you take, or you get out in the field and you, you've taken a few wickets and you're like, they just keep walking out to bat. But <laughs> in saying that, like, we, we've had the opportunity to play against, you know, it was only for one game, but we've got to play against Ricky Ponting or, you know, Shane Watson for the Thunder and all these great Australian players. And, you know, even if they're mate, towards the back end of their career and, you know, just sort of getting a couple of games in for their, um, for their state sides, it's still, still a pretty cool experience. But, yeah, I think the... The hurricane side, definitely one of those batting lineups where even in the past you've you've taken a couple of wickets, think you're on top, and then out strolls 
you know, Matty Wade or Tim David, and you know, they just keep walking out the bat. So, yeah. So with that, just as a cricket nerd, do you do you have specific plans for each of the batsmen? Because I, I know, you know, when you're growing up learning to play cricket, you know, they, they always talk to you about have your plans and then you sort of build your build your spell over a number of overs. In the BBL, you've only got four overs maximum for uh, for the match. And if everything's going right, you're seeing a turnover of batsmen. How, do you, how quickly do you have to adjust your plans and how do you, how do you manage to execute that? Um, I think... What we've done well at the Sixers in the past, and I think even talking to other teams that uh, defend especially really well, like the Scorchers, they, they tend to focus more on you know what they do really well individually because you can sit there and talk about your plans, but generally each of the four or five quicks, you know, they all bowl different paces. They're left and right armour. They bowl different fireballs and all that sort of stuff. And then you're talking about conditions as well. So... We're more thinking about having an awareness of what the the batters and and guys that we're up against are capable of, where uh, some key fielding positions might be for them. But then, you know, we're really trying to focus on you know what we're good at um, with our attributes and 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 what's working for us on the night. Barney, did you not hear Sean say he was just lying down for a nap? And then you just give him that. That is the most nerdy cricket question. Mate, you don't often get to speak to a Sixers uh, yeah. strike man. Well, as... And an Australian bowler. Yeah. Yeah. But sorry, Sean. Let me make, I'll give you an easier one. <laughs> when you're playing against Hobart and you see that they're sponsored by Cabri, does it make you want to eat, <laughs> eat chocolate the whole match? I'm eating chocolate regardless. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, my cupboard is always full and I'm always you know, going in there to empty it. So don't worry about that. I don't need to I don't need to see Cadbury on someone's shirt that want chocolate. Mate, that's that's a very good point. Now you're 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 speaking of amazing attacks, your bowling attack um is pretty impressive. Uh I'm looking at it here. Obviously yourself, uh um Ben Dwarshus, uh Dan Christian can roll the arm over, the great Stephen O'Keefe. Um mate, is it the type of thing with this next game coming up where it is almost bowlers versus batsmen? Do you think that or not? Um, no, not at all, really. I mean, I think we, you know, we speak about it a little bit with us. You know, we've got, you know, guys like Jackson Bird who's probably got some of the best numbers in the power play. Um, your Sox record is unbelievable. Um, you know, most people might, you know, some teams, you know, send out a left, left, left hander or might opt for a left handed batter over right handed because Sock's in the team and Sock will go out there and um, you know have his way with them most games and um, we certainly don't think it's you know bowlers versus batters but um, we like you know the way our bowling um, attack sets up you know the guys that play and then obviously the guys that we chop in and out um, depending on you know matchups and that sort of thing so you know Birdie came in last game bowled unbelievably well in the power play and you know, gave us a good chance at winning. If I could, you know, could have pulled my finger out in the surgeon towards the back end, we would have been chasing a bit less. But, um, you know, but we may well drop one of our quick right arm quicks to bring Benny back in if it's, you know, if it's a good matchup um, and have no issues with him, you know, missing a game and then coming back in and doing well. So we, we've got we've got a great bowling attack. Not only the guys that are playing, but the guys that are, you know, even the younger guys that are, you know, new to the squad and coming in like Mickey Edwards and. Even Jack Edwards, who's you know batted at the top of the order in the past for us, he's doing some good things with the balls in the net. So um, yeah, plenty to look forward to.
Yeah, you've got some good young blokes on the red roster, but what I want to talk to you about now is the old blokes on the roster. You've got Dan Christian <laughs> at 39 and Socky, who's in his early 40s. Mate, <laughs> um, who is the, you know, because usually in a cricket uh, club, there's that, that one older bloke who's got the respect of everyone who's sort of, he's the, he's the guy in the, the old pro, if you would, in the dressing shed that gets to pick where he sits. Who's, uh, who's the alpha dog out of those two, the old man of, uh, of note? Um, I think I think Dan definitely tries to be that guy. I don't think Socky really cares. He just comes in, rolls the arm over, has a feed, has a laugh, makes sure everyone's in good spirits, and then gets home. That's <laughs> what he does in here. Life. He does the same thing. <laughs> he brings yeah, in a stack no. of lollies, doesn't talk a lot of sense, entertains people, heads on his way. Oh, he's very good. Lollies. I love how he, I love how he's just taken that from the cricketing environment into that environment. He's been doing that for 12 years with us since I've known him. Yeah, right. Just the Blues and the Sixers. Yeah, right. Very good. Hey, we're going to let you go here. Before you go, right, if you could pick any player from any other team to add to your squad, who would you go? I'd definitely go for Ricky. He's my favourite. He's my favourite cricketer <laughs> at the moment. Oh, mate, he's, he's bums on He's seats. even an he's opening v- batter. He said he's an opening batter with the, when he plays tennis ball cricket, but when the leather ball comes out, he's 11. Yeah, right. Yeah, very good. He's, they're entertaining, aren't they? It's very, it's very entertaining. All right, hey, thank you for joining us, Sean. Thanks for having me, guys. No worries. Give those hurricane heaps, mate. And uh, enjoy your nap. Um, Gibbo had some pretty... <laughs> we'll do. I'll get right back to it. Yeah, Gibbo had some pretty messed up dreams earlier. So um, hope, <laughs> hopefully yours are okay. All right, Sean. <laughs> thank you, mate. Go one, well. Guys, See you later. Um, Sixers, mate. You are a diehard Sixers man. I love you, my Sixers, you, mate. You bleed. What is the pink. colour? Pink? Magenta. Is it, pink? Magenta. Is it magenta? We are the magenta. The men in magenta. And you did buy your son. Oh, I shouldn't. Does he listen to this show? Mm, he does. Okay. I was just about to give away. He didn't listen to that <laughs> second hour, did he? Especially the part about the um, Yeah, mate, you're talking about the Because fa- that was your article. That was that Dad. Argentinian <laughs> fans. <laughs> he sent me the article. <laughs> he said, Dad, you know, you know why I haven't been sleeping the last few nights with concerns? He's <laughs> having those dreams as well. Now, the Sixers, Barney. Yeah. Um, I, I know it's only two uh, two games in, but they are at the bottom of the table. And you know what? I'm in the I'm in the media, so I'm going to do what I'm going to say. This season is over. Mate. Right, this is what we do. The Sixers are dead in the water. Now, what you've got to remember with 2020 cricket is yeah. uh, any any team can win on their day. And in the BBL, you just got to get into the top five to make the finals, mate. And then it's it's a whole new competition. So I'm not concerned at all. I think I I'm trying to remember last year. I don't think the Sixers started particularly well. I know the Scorchers didn't start particularly well, but it's it's not about who starts well. It's about who finishes well. And uh, you've you know been what? working in sports TV too long, mate. The cliches you're rattling off. Mate, uh, mate, get get me another sailor back on the line. I'll let you get nautical. Hey, did you want to ask? And I've always wanted to ask. He's yeah. talking about the wind. Are we going uh, back to, going to old shipway? I should have asked Sean Abbott. He might have known. When he talks about the wind, uh, it's going to be, you know, five to six knots. What the hell is a knot? A knot is a, it's speed. I know so that. So if you type it in here, I'll tell you, what does one Oh, yeah. Okay, one mate, I've got Google. Yeah, well, I'm not, mate, I don't want to. Okay. Just one, say you don't know. Watch this. I don't even know how to spell it. One knot in I think there's a K in there somewhere, mate. Speed. Is there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, one, it's, oh, God. 1.157078 miles per hour. All right. Oh, that helps everybody. <laughs> um, let me do in kilometres per hour. 
All right. Are there a this lot is, of this is riveting radio, by one, the way. One point eight one point eight five two kilometers per hour is a knot. So when you hear two knots, it's <laughs> God, are, we, are we really doing maths on air? Oh, Gibbo, can we three point ta- six? <laughs> I'm just I'm saying that you know what I love? I love sports that are dictated by weather. You're a, yeah. you're a surfer. Yep. Yep, dictated you know, by weather. You can get up, you know. Not just the weather, the moon. The, mm. Yeah, you're dictated by the only natural satellite. Well, there's mm. many natural satellites. The largest natural satellite around the Earth, whether or not you can get in the waves. And mm. surfing also in particular is dictated to around events that are on at the time. So say a night like tonight, which is a huge night for all coastal areas, there, there won't be anyone surfing tomorrow at 6am, I can tell you that, because they'll all have sore eyes, red eyes. Yeah, looking at the sun, staring at the sun. <laughs> Will they be out later in the surf because the sun is at its yeah. highest oh, point? It's it's all night surfing. All it's, night. Yeah. Have you seen Point Break? Yes, I, I love have, a yeah. night surf. But last night I was looking out the window like like I usually do, just to ponder how I went in my day today. What, what, what I just, can do better? Do you just gaze out the window? I do gaze yeah. out the For window. How long? Uh, usually about anywhere between two minutes to about three minutes. Is really? there a, is there a song that's playing in your head or? Is it just uh, yeah. while you're brushing your teeth? Because that's no, about I, the line. Because I can lay on the couch. So I lay out the couch, just look out the window. <laughs> we can listen to him brag. <laughs> <laughs> I can lay on the couch. Lay on the couch, look out the window. Update okay. the resume. Of, yeah. Okay. And then last night I noticed it was about 8.20, 8.30 that the sun was still up. And I was thinking, mm. oh, is my, is my watch a bit funny? But no, it wasn't. It must have been the summer solstice, solstice Eve, Eve. Eve, Eve that I yeah. didn't even realize at the time. But Weather dictating sports. Which is your favourite of those? Because baseball, as well, if there's rain, they mm-hmm. don't. There's no play. Well, I'm all mean. It's like the conditions. Oh. You, you know, as it like sailing. One boat can beat an arm. Gonna be talking out of my ass here. One boat can beat as an, opposed to the other. The rest <laughs> of the stuff. No, I'm, well, I'm well learned. You know, one boat can beat another boat mm. based on a gust of wind. Yeah, <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Well, um, unless you're talking motorboats. <laughs> motorboats. We're talking about them half an hour ago. Yeah. 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 Um, Text that, message what? here, though, for you. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Hey, Professor, just listening to you explaining knots in kilometres per hour. Yeah. Just checking your brother is a medical doctor. Yes. Uh, yeah, he's not a sailor. Mm. What's, what, okay. They don't do any knots in the emergency room. Do they not? No. They do not. <laughs> uh, how do you th- well, you've never had stitches, obviously. <laughs> Mate, I don't know why people always got to drag my brother in. Like, also, is it hard? Is it hard what? Always your brother. No matter, regardless of whatever you do, someone's going to be like, hey, your brother's on TV and he's a doctor. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's harder for him because people. <laughs> <laughs> You're the opposite. Oh, he's people on there him. talking about yeah. Argentinian yeah. female fans. Yeah. yeah. Oh, your brother's that bloke that does those rugby league jokes. Mm. Yeah, no yeah. rugby league jokes today, though. So no, no, we've, if we've got time, we'll be doing some rugby league jokes. Don't you worry about that. We will not miss the opportunity. Um, it's like in surfing, though. Yes. One, one sur- Barney, bear with me. This is a point I've tried to make for a long time. Yep. One surfer yep. can get better waves than another surfer. So how can you go Kelly Slater is, yep. a, is the best surfer in the world? He might just have a wave. Maybe the waves like him more. Yeah. Well, people <laughs> do believe that. No, no, people do believe that. Yeah. There was a surf contest over in Hawaii a couple of days ago, and one of Balaram Stack won this competition. Mm. His mum got on and said, oh, it, like when he accepted the prize, saying, oh, the waves like him, like Pipeline, the wave likes him. So to answer your question, I'm not sure. And if you if you really think about it, they know. 
<laughs> the surfers know. The surfers know. Okay. Yeah, but like, I mean, there is priority though in surfing. That's what I mean. So if you take the first yeah, wave, man. the next person in Bruh. line gets it. And you are doing a surfing. I am doing lesson surfing too. lessons. I, I surfed a couple of times in my teens, and I was I gave up and I became I rode an esky lid for many years. An esky lid. Mm. Uh, Ooh. I, yeah, I but was a bodyboard. Didn't you tell me you were doing one on Monday? Yes, but, but I rang them and said, "Can I come in with conjunctivitis?" <laughs> and they said. No, I'm having a bad run, Gibbo. We've got a, hey, we've got a different, both having bad runs here. Mate, they've got a different policy to SEN. SEN, with, <laughs> yeah, mate, come in. Who cares? I, well, I only take my shades off when I'm in here. So I, I, my conjunctivitis jumped from my left eye to my right eye. <laughs> at around. Happen? Well, you, this is the whole thing. You get it in one eye. You've got to try and keep it to one eye. You know what happened? I, I came home drunk after the Christmas party. Well, not Gibbo drunk. But just, you know, regular people drunk. And... I slept on the pillow I'd slept on the night before. You've got to change your pillowcase every night so it doesn't jump eyes. Is is conjunctivitis what they say in the movies, uh, pink eye? I, I believe so. For the, I mean, my brother's a medical doctor. I don't know. If, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why don't you ask him, mate? Well, <laughs> it's conjunctivitis. Um, yeah. Uh, this is what happens to anybody that's got a two-year-old at the moment. You are getting everything. Okay? Does the music mean stop talking? I'll stop talking. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEN. No, Joel, no Fletch. It's the prof and the barn this afternoon, and we are celebrating summer solstice eve. God, it's been a fun afternoon, hasn't it, Barney? Can you remember a better summer solstice eve? I'm, I am trying to think back. I mean, I've had 40 of them. Yeah. I can't think of a better summer solstice eve nah. than this. Uh, and, hey, our next guest, he's sick for summer solstice. Let me just read this first. Sports bet, same race, multi-combined, multiple runners in the same race for bigger odds. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly now on the line from sports bet. It's Shawnee Omerod. Shawnee, a very happy summer solstice eve to you, mate. Prof and Barn, another fantastic show Thank as you, always. Uh, you know, fearlessly led by the uh, the great Nathan Gibbons, of course, in the background there, doing a hell of a job. In the absence of Brooksy, I said it yesterday. Look over your shoulder, Brooksy, because this boy's coming. But I can't stop just saying summer solstice eve. If it's not the best day of the year, oh, mate. I don't no. know what is. Well, I don't know when is. And you know what? You're not wrong about Gibbo. I I say mm-hmm. he's the summer solstice eve specialist. He is. That's what yeah, he is. It's his grand final. Yeah, one, he's caught in the market. He has absolutely, mate. What do you do with the family for summer solstice eve, mate? Oh uh, well, I'm sacking the family today. I'm not too far away from my first schooner. Uh, oh, oh, summer solstice eve, eve schooners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, if there's a better schooner, oh, you get to find it. Uh, exactly. I'm really going to uh, really going to nestle in and enjoy everything there is about the uh, summer solstice of the eve variety. That's it, where you find yourself a nice place in some sort of outdoor bar maybe and sit and yep. go, gee, that sun's up for a yeah, while, isn't that's it? Right. Being summer mm-hmm. solstice eve. Stare directly at it while you sink a, sink a cold one. There's nothing better, Sean. There and being a Sean... We've, 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 we've actually chosen the, the location based on that you know, extra hang in the sun. So it's going to be a rooftop down there. I'll be at the Glenmore in about 15 minutes. Uh, getting more work, just watching, just watching that sun just hang there all night. Okay, so just so you know, Sean, you've just given out where you're going to be tonight because there's probably a lot of <laughs> listeners that have used your tips in the past and have gone, "This bloke's hopeless." Mm, also, I want to find him at a pub one day. <laughs> Being summer solstice eve, it is traditional to get down, find a summer solstice Sean, and give him a, just mm. a rub for good luck. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, yeah. for the rest of the summer. 
Mate, Might be two people out there, maybe maybe trying to take a dump in my head because I know that's been uh, very sort of talkable. It has. Like, well, that's also good luck, mm. apparently. So <laughs> lots of good yeah. luck today. Now, Shawnee, uh, BBL, it's running hot. Lots of great games last night. The Strikers and the Thunders was a cracking match. Uh, tonight yep. we got the Renegades and the Heat in Geelong. Oh, what do you got for yeah. us? Geelong of all places. I'm not sure what the sun's doing down there late into the uh, evening, but actually pretty similar odds to last night's matchup. The Renegades are the favourites here, dollar sixty-two, which is about the same price as the Strikers were last night. They obviously got the job done. Brisbane Heat, two dollars thirty-one. As far as top Melbourne Renegades run scorers go, we can't split Aaron Finch, Peter Hanscom. They're both three dollars forty-five. And for the Brisbane variety, uh, old Colin Munro, Matt Renshaw, again can't split them. They're both four dollars ten. Now speaking of, I did sort of tease the the dump on head before, <laughs> and I've been thinking who would I who would I really like to take a dump Good. on? It's actually it's actually myself because I put up uh, a little tip yesterday when I spoke to you, Matt Shaw, top Adelaide strikers run scorer. Did I back him? No. Did he win? Yes. Oh, oh mate. Big dump mate, on myself. Mate, the key to that, that is to yeah. stand on your hands. So dump yeah, on okay. yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's the best way to really? do it. Use was, gravity. Thing in acrobatics, a yoga class, or whatever, and you you get just, into it. Yeah, you just lean against the just wall. Just engage, engage the core. That's really right. Now, Johnny, NBL is uh, also in full swing. We've got a cracking match tonight. Yep. We've got the Bullets up against uh, the Phoenix. What do you got yep. for us on that, mate? Well, the NBL is absolutely airborne this oh, season. No, I'm mate. still yet to. I'm, I've said it in the lead up. Bloody I've got to get it. to a Kings game. Got to get to a Kings game. I'm yet to do it. Hey, uh, Shawnee. It's going to be maybe a New Year's resolution. Yeah. Well, mate, Gibbo's going on Christmas Day because he's trying to avoid his family. Gibbo. Can really? Shawnee come with you? Yeah, Shawnee, you can come with me. I've got an extra ticket. Uh, we do mate, have to I'm travel down, I'm, out to no, Kudos, I'm down, in, I'm down in Melbourne. I'm down oh, in Melbourne. Oh, oh, well, nah, it's a rain check. Sorry, well, they have, well, they have an active supporters group, obviously watching that game down there. Melbourne United are really passionate yeah. fans. I'm mm. sure they'll have some they'll sort be of a live Live side. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Grab a flag yeah, along the right. <laughs> exhibition Jump square. Jump a fence, throw a bucket. That's my what they mum, do down there. My mum, the great, the great Maggie Yormerod, one of the biggest Melbourne United supporters there is. The live side's going to be in her, in her backyard. So we're all going to gather around you know, the TV out there and then cheer on Melbourne United. Fantastic. Now, who? what, what odds have you got for that game for us tonight, Shawnee? Uh, yes, yeah, so we've got the Bullets taking on the South East Melbourne Phoenix, the other Melbourne team. Uh, Phoenix on the road here, pretty short, $1.48. Rizzy Ooh. Bullets, $2.60. The line there is four and a half. And the total uh, looks to be a big one. So hopefully plenty of points. 173 and a half uh, is the total in that one. So hopefully a very entertaining game in the NBL tonight. Oh, not a lot of defense being played tonight, you reckon? No. Mm. All right. Let's uh, let's turn. Wow, you just, that was seamless, Barney. You, yeah. know, you know your basketball <laughs> mate, I know, chat, mate. don't you? Mate, I've gone hard in the paint before. Uh, <laughs> mate, uh, let's let's turn away from my favourite, the Swishers, and let's talk uh, the round ball, the other round ball. But Joga, this one, Joga Bonita. Joga Bonita. You've got to say it. Uh, the A-League. We've got the CCMs going against my mm. men, the NJs, the Newcastle Jets, yep. and the Central Coast Mariners. Uh, give me some good news for the Jets, mate. Uh, unfortunately, I can't give you much oh, good mate. news as far as the uh, odds are concerned here. Now, look, it has been a bit of a tough week for the A-League. Let's not beat around the bush, but hopefully uh, that gets things back on track and hopefully it starts with tonight's game. Now, the Jets, big outsiders, they're $4 here. The CCMs, odds on, $1.80 uh, to win this match. The draw, same price as the Jets, is $4. Now, did you have a tr- are they playing for some sort of trophy here? 
Uh, yes, Barnings. this I know is the big in the A League trophy. What's what's this one? This is the F three classic, mate. It's the yeah, it's the F three dildo. Classic. It's like a, it's like a, it's a phallus, isn't it? It's like yeah. a, well, it's it's it not looks as, like a dildo. Well, yeah, well, they've widened it phallus. now. It's the M one. So oh, this is the traditional it. right. This is Sorry. the traditional uh, slender uh, one. <laughs> this, this is, is the, a two laner. This is the F three. Um, I tell you, there'll be some traffic on the M one too going into the long weekend. Uh, so yeah, um, you know, get get on there early because that Gosford exit. Oh, thanks. That's gonna uh, be a nightmare coming over the bridge. Mm. Thanks, Vic Larusso. That's great to cross to you for that in the chopper. <laughs> uh, now, finally, Sydney to Hobart. Uh, you would have mm. would have heard us chatting with the uh, the great. Captain Shipman, ship way earlier. Yeah. Um, what sort of odds have you got for us? Yeah, what a name for the uh, sailing game. Shipman, Shipman or Shipway? Shipway. Shipway. Yeah, Shipway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Uh, probably my, uh, I think this is almost overtaken the Boxing Day test for mine for, you know, the favourite viewing on Boxing Day. We talked about cricket yesterday, but I think this is definitely what I'm going to be tuning into. Sitting to Hobart now, Andrew Comanche. This is the boat that uh, had a bit of a name change. It was just Comanche a couple of years ago, but it sort of revolutionised uh, the way this race, or the, certainly the design of the boats. It was $2.30, now into $1.70. Uh, to take out line honours, which is just first past the post. Line honours is a big one that they want to win. And it looks to be probably only four real chances. So we've got Andrew Comanche there at $1.70. Blackjack uh, has been thereabouts in the past as well, $4.50. Uh, and this sort of new incarnation of Wild Oats. It's called Hamilton Island Wild Oats this year. Again, $4.50. And Law Connect is the other one of the real chances, 6 bucks. So it looks like a bit of a race in four because the next best price after that is $67. So at this stage, it looks like uh, Comanche is the one to beat at $1.70. Hamilton Island Wild Oats. That's uh, Are they mm. native up there? Do they grow wild, the oats, on Hamilton Island? Not, or? Sh- not sure. Not sure. I've heard they are very wild, though. When they are, when they get into their work, so. I can imagine. Um, any odds on like any like boats not finishing? Is it? Yeah, is there a market ones? on? Yeah. Have we got a market on rescues or something yeah. like that? What, what other not, ones have we got? Not at this stage, but I know in the past we've done. I think we've done number of boats to finish. So a few of the other specials will be up closer to uh, Boxing Day. So I think we'll have like the uh, the handicap uh, first past the heads or first out of the heads is all oh. exciting. <laughs> Little, yeah, you only have to wait a couple of minutes to get paid there. So first out of the heads, that'll be up. That's great. Um, it's usually the uh, some of the bigger boats are the favourite. Oh, that's not. Well. So stay, stay tuned. That's not crew romance related. That is no, no, that's, no, it's that's not through north and no. south head. Through north and south head. Okay. okay. Uh, yep. Not to be confused with the uh, yeah, yeah, the crew related yeah. stuff. Dangerous, you. dangerous game on on the high seas. Mate, what is, romance at the high seas? It happens. Mm. Mate, I'll get a dinghy mm. out to Scotland Island on passion the bloke next to me. It just <laughs> like it just there's something about being on the mm. water. Am I right? Mm. <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, I'm not wrong. All right. Hey, Shawnee, thank you for joining us. Have a, have a lovely uh, summer solstice eve, mate. Yes. Enjoy uh, those schooners. And, um, and, good, and good luck with your future. Thanks, boys. Um, we'll right. Enjoy the night. Thank you. Uh, that's sports bets, same race, multi-combined, multiple runners in the same race for bigger odds. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. And wasn't it good to chatting to Sean? He sounds like he's going to be having a great time. Text in, uh, send pictures if you can. Uh, if you spot Sean drinking down at that pub that the professor's the telling Glenmore. me. The Glenmore. Glenmore. Okay, I thought great we weren't pub. naming it. Uh, yeah, he, he'll be the guy wearing the eye. Table two. Yeah, he's he's the guy wearing the "Kiss Me I'm a Sean" shirt, uh, with the traditional the traditional uh, summer solstice eve shirt that all the Shawns wear. Um, how exciting! 
Can I just give a quick update also on the Instagram? Oh, please do. I was just having a quick look while you were chatting then. Mm. Um, so the, here we go. We're about to learn how bad I am at this. So we were asking earlier in the show, because Gibbo needs to go to the doctor, because his uh, ankle is puffed up like a marshmallow, like a purple marshmallow. Um, we were asking, should Gibbo see a doctor? This is on Instagram, at Professor J. Roch, and on Twitter, at Professor J. Roch. Um, Gibbo, it's swung to yes. Yes, 47% are saying yes. Go see a doctor. 9% are saying no. 44% Gibbo's an idiot. So it's... It's over the top of Gibbo as an idiot now. You've got to we've, go. We've got yeah. a plurality of listeners who think he's uh, he's he needs to see a doctor uh, and also that he's an idiot. Could we not have had a third option or fourth option? Put me down for idiot. I'm going to vote again. Because there's Gibbo nothing there that's actually supportive of me or like, oh, no, he's no, a nice No, he's supportive. I, no, that's no. what I voted for. Oh, <laughs> I've got to say that I think the supportive option is give a, go see a doctor. Yeah. You don't want to lose well, your Well, no, foot. I'm going to, I'm going to do the dial a doctor. Uh, oh, yeah. I've heard they do out calls. And I'll just make sure I it's, stress this. This isn't one of those ones you found in the classifieds yeah, in the paper. Because they're not real no. doctors. No, and they hit player, Nurses. cassette player yeah, out the yeah. front of your house. But I can Don't. bulk bill those ones, though. Absolutely. So I'm going to... I will report well, back tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and there's also a photograph of Gibbo's um, homemade... Yeah. Strapping. Strapping, yes, mm. with the... With got, but masking. seriously, guys, <laughs> there you are... Not, I'm just trying to do my best out here in the world. Like, I'm trying to produce an award-winning radio show. And it mm. doesn't... Saturday Morning Mowers Club. <laughs> yeah. Well, if the hosts turn up, I'm not sure. But, yeah, like... <laughs> I'm trying to do my best here, you're and I'm just getting, and I'm just getting slammed. No, I would love to stay home. Slammed. Hey, you're not no, getting. You know what? Hopefully even, tonight, the dialer doctor. There's people texting in. Uh, <laughs> Eels Muzz says, in the spirit of dodging the fam on Christmas Day, I'll take that other ticket, Gibbo, to the NBL. Might cause some dramas, but happy to admit they've never been impressed with my shenanigans. Eels Muzz, I reckon that is a match made in heaven. So it's it's you and your brother and Eels Muzz. Well, no, it's my friend, so I'll kick off my brother because okay. he doesn't. He probably doesn't deserve to come to the Sydney Kings on Christmas Day. He's probably got a bigger fish to fry, like waiting for the Sydney to Hobart to race on the next day. So we can we can park him. Eels, Mars, me and my friend Amin. Who's yes. your friend? Friend? Amin. Amin. Oh, sorry, that's his name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm not, Apologies. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> also, also on I thought, the... I thought, I thought I'm not my friend. He's my friend. I'm in. I'm, I'm in. in. Like, I, like, I'm into the Kings. That's what I thought I you meant. I am into the you Kings. You can understand my confusion. Your friend's name's Amin. Yes, but I, I'm also <laughs> into the Kings, though, if... Well, you can understand my confusion. It is Christmas, though, so you never know what happens. It is. Uh, Merry Danny Dutchman's oh, reached yes. out on the text line. Uh, if you want to get involved, 0457 736 736. Danny Dutchman says, Happy SSE. Lads, uh, obviously, if you're just tuning in, that is summer solstice. Everybody knows, mate. You don't uh, need to tell them. Can't agree more with being on a boat. Great atmosphere. Never at half mast while on the seas, and uh, that's some good sailor talk right there. Right, we should have got into it with Shipman on just how much romance there is on those Sydney to Hobart boats. Mate, he won't be the last sailor we have on before uh, Boxing Day. Oh, great. You can't tell me there's not something, like, a bit sexual about going through those heads on one of those boats. Mm. Like, it, it looked... It, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it looks this like... This is a guy who caught the Manly Ferry to... Uh, exactly <laughs> right. Work, and, and, yeah, and you could feel it. I can feel it. I, it's something... I, it's, it gets me going. I'm Maybe happy to say um, it. Maybe it's the couple of four pines that you've just slammed on the on the boat, but oh god, it's a lot of fun. Now, hey, 
Guess what? It's time to talk some rugby league here, people. Do we have any rugby league music to go with this? Do you have um, Simply the Best? Or have you got um, that Thomas Keneally? Oh, Thomas oh, Keneally? Whistle ref. that whistle yeah, ref. Yeah, I, I do, actually. Do you really? Love. Love changes everything. <laughs> Hands and faces. Okay. Now, this is Earth rugby league. If this, if this is not rugby league music, no, then I... You're dead right. Love. Um, let's talk the trade love period. People, uh, sorry, yep, if you want to... Bring him How down a touch live. so people can hear oh, what I'm saying. Yeah, just die. thank you. Just bring it down. I just you know. make the world go round. <laughs> people want to hear my make rugby league jokes. Like Text in if you want him to turn the music down. Zero four five seven. Just after the call. Seven three six. Who is this singing? Alan Jones. You want ratings. This guy's ratings go. He held down the breakfast slot in Sydney. Well, and coached the Mighty Tigers for a long time. We got Tigers news? We do. Um, Well, sort of Tigers news. Dylan Brown, um, well, he's signing with the Parramatta Eels till the end of 2025, but has an option in his favour till the end of 2081. (laughs) He's going to be there. Um, until uh, it's about 10 years after his death. So that's exciting for Dylan. No, it's still 2031. is a very long deal. Yeah, I'd, the option in the favour yes. of the player, yes. does that... And the, I, I heard the Eels describe this as this gave gives the club a lot of flexibility. Yeah, I don't see that. No, not when it's not in their favour. No, no. But, well, he's set up now for 10 years. That's it. Yeah, good. Just won't ever have to work another day in his life. Mitch um, Moses, though, Professor. Yeah, so Mitch, so he still hasn't agreed to anything. The uh, multi-million dollar deal is on the table. His uncle, who you and I know well, Barney. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's Benny uncle. Lies. Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben has come out and said, he's, he's saying oh, he wouldn't bother, don't bother going back to the Tigers, even if they table you a deal. <laughs> It's, you'd, you'd love that from a Tigers legend. Well, if you're a Tigers he's saying... Fan, I mean, get, look, he's looking out for his nephew. He is. And he's saying, you fairness. know what, because he kind of brought... Um, he brought his nephew, Mitch, through the, the uh, process back then in 2011. Then he started playing in 2014. Then they, you know, got rid of him after three seasons. They didn't mm. treat him very well. They didn't treat um, our mate Woodsy very well. Everybody's our mate. Do we know if Benny's the kind of guy who uh, remembers a grudge? No. No, he's not. Benny Elias does not hold grudges at all. Um, it seems that also the Bulldogs, there's talk of Moses going there, which wouldn't that be a formidable combination? Yeah, wow. Mitch Moses and Matt Burton, all you Doggies fans in there are many of you, including the Missile. Mm. Um, that would be very... Is the Missile spreading that rumour just in hope? Or is this that what's article happening? is written by a James Magnuson. Is that him? <laughs> that James might be. Magnuson. Um, other news, Latrell Mitchell and Cody Walker, they extend at Souths. That is great news for South fans out there. And you know what? Uh, if anyone knows how to celebrate the summer solstice, it's South Sydney. <laughs> it is. Uh, is Damien Cook re-signed there? Yeah, he is. he's re-signed as well. It's interesting that they chose to re-sign Cody Walker and Damien Cook well into their 30s because it was much publicised about Adam Reynolds mm. not extending and moving up to the Broncos. But you must be pretty excited for Bunnies fans. They got quite close the last couple of years and the future's pretty exciting for them. Good spine, that. Solid spine. As spines go. Yeah, Latrell. Is this the start of their window? Their oh, window. Mate, window. No, no, they're halfway through their window, mate. They've had a that's that window's been sort of semi so, semi ajar for a while. Really? So you think we're maybe starting to shut the window or do you think, I think the window's the, well, got they're more... in their 30s? I think, yeah, the window's starting to close. But Latrell Mitchell, like Tommy Trebojevic and Manly, is one of those players who can kick down any sort of window. 
So the window is also <laughs> slightly open because I Luttrell think, can kick. I don't think Tommy Trevojevic can kick windows. No, well, maybe well, no at the what, start of the maybe year. Maybe that's what's caused the leg problems. Yeah, just, He's kicking windows. But Tommy Trevojevic dragged Manly into the top four and made them a side that could potentially win the comp. Luttrell Mitchell is one of those players yes. in the competition. Not every team has those, but no. South have one, so... Kick the door down yeah, the trail. Right. I mean, the Mighty Knights have Kalen Ponga. Yes, um, Kalen Ponga. Who, there's a great... If you follow Kalen on Instagram, uh, I think he and Kurt Mann are heading out tonight Ooh, for Christmas are. drinks. It's on uh, It's on, on Kalen's Instagram stories. A little pick of the two of them, and uh, they're just... Uh, it's a little video. They're holding up two fingers each. I assume someone shouted out, how many to a cubicle, boys? And uh, they're, they're... So not a peace up. sign. No, no, it's And two. if people want to meet Latrell and Kurt tonight, then which Luttrell cubicle... And Kurt. <laughs> Kalen and Kalen Kurt. Oh, mate, I had, you ruined my gag. Well, I ruined my own gag. All right, let's move on. Uh, NRL Mole is reporting that RTS is unhappy in rugby union. Uh, that's Roger Tuavasa-Shek. Didn't get a lot of time this year for the mighty All Blacks, did he, Gibbo? And no. There was a photograph of him recently in a uh, Warriors jersey. Like a recent photograph with yeah, a Yeah, I know, because he was out partying with his friends and they all had to dress up as their least favourite New Zealand sports team. And so he, he went to the <laughs> New Zealand dress. Warriors. But, yeah, right. I mean, NRL Mole, he always has his ear to the ground. I think he might to- be tossing it up here a little bit. He's still a couple of years into his deal in rugby union, but he's suggesting potentially Wayne Bennett and the Redcliffe Dolphins might come a-knocking now. The Redcliffe Dolphins have sort of failed to land a big signing. I think mm. Fox Sports posted up uh, top 17 of players they've missed out on, and the, the names are huge. Are, they, are we really nervous about the Dolphins next year, guys? No. No, no, because no, if you're looking as a Manly supporter, you know it's a win. Yeah. So you go, Tigers win. And as a Dolphins Knights fan... Win. Warriors. Win. Knights win for us. <laughs> Warriors win for us. As, yeah. as a Knights fan, you really look for those... <laughs> Wins. Those wins on the roster. Oh, it'll be tight for you guys. It'll be a battle. <laughs> Dolphins no. v Knights. Mate, they've got injury problems. But then Roger Tuavasa-Shek, would you... I mean, you guys would love to see him back in the NRL. The, yeah, it I depends which side Roger turns machine. up. Though, he has a touch of that, especially at the Warriors. had a touch of the... Oh, he carried carry, that Warriors. Absolutely. My God, he, did he was carry that Warriors side. But when he didn't... <laughs> oh, yeah, that, they you were know, great. You know when that you was? That mean? was when he was playing rugby union. That was when he wasn't <laughs> showing up. I can understand why he left. Imagine yeah. the stress on his spine having to carry 12 blokes every weekend. He was... he was. <laughs> it is heavy, I can tell you. Just carrying two, is it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I've carried one for a long time, haven't I? No. <laughs> uh, other NRL news, Barney, you brought this to our attention. Mm. Uh, Matt, yeah, speaking of kicking down doors. Yeah. Um, Matt Lodge left in the lurch over in Dubai, mate. What's happened? So basically Matt was part of a, uh, a fight card that was organised in Dubai where Australian fighters were robbed of their purses and left on the street. So basically they turn up ready to uh, be part of a fight card uh, organised over there. And um, as they land, uh, touchdown in Dubai, the event gets called off and the promoter by the name of Andre Spencer of Iconic Promoters uh, Promotions Dubai, uh, he disappeared. Just uh, left him in the lurch, as it were, so uh, they all had to fly home. Uh, there were stories that they had to pay for their own hotel rooms, um, which you'd, you'd think Lodgy would find somewhere to stay. Lodgy you know? is just good at finding a joint to stay at when he's mm. international. Well, yes. These are two, two of his specialties is... Fly overseas to fight, yeah, and then find somewhere. Just knock on a door and say, "Hey, can I can I crash here tonight?" 
Um, so uh, didn't so work we're not worried about Lodgy. No, no, he's back. Okay he's there. back in. Uh, he's back in um, preseason training. So he's all right. But For your uh, mighty Roosters, Gibbo. He was tremendous. I mean, look, I love the ha-has, guys. You did promise rugby league jokes, but Matt Lodge <laughs> oh, was tremendous for the Roosters. So you're he, one of these pro-Lodge people, are you? Well, I mean, there's bad men who play rugby league. When they play for your team, you just like them a little bit. Oh, name one bad guy that's played for Manly. All of them. Okay. <laughs> well, what about the uh, Manly Seven who refused to wear the pride They're not jersey? Bad people, mate. They're not, okay. Well, anyway, but Matt Lodge had a great end of the year. With Jared Maria Hargraves, an ageing front rower, we really, we really need some punch-up forward, so to speak. Uh, on, in other news... <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad from you, Gibber. Thank you. Well, you yeah, know, yeah. I, I'm trying to learn off you guys. You guys are the funny guys. I, I'm, on this show, I'm sort of the smart one. I know. <laughs> what? I know. <laughs> the smart one. Yeah, okay. well, I, I think we've just got to, to remind you, just go on my Instagram, mate. at Professor Jay Roch, and have a look at just how smart Gibbo is. And feel free to, to, to vote if you think he's smart, too, because <laughs> the smart option would be see a doctor, but you can uh, you can vote for Gibbo's an idiot. Well, guys, I, I won't see you again for the next three weeks, because oh, if you want me to just go home and whinge oh, about it oh, and stay home, mate, well, I could okay. do that for you. You know what? This is actually on the text line, too. Uh, oh, this person hasn't... Um, Hasn't given their name. Good effort, Gibbo. Good to see a trooper at SEN. You'll be sweet, brother. Don't listen to all these fairy boys who want you to doctor up. Most of them probably haven't had a smack in the mouth in their little lives. Guts and a bit of ice and a dodgy bandage will see you sweet. Take care. Love listening to you, boys. Thank you, Dad. <laughs> I haven't seen you for a while, but, mate, it's, it's good to hear you're out there and you're doing well. And obviously gave you a few smacks in the mouth. Yeah. You, or... Oh, a couple. Yeah. Oh, they would deserve that. Of course, mate. Mm. Are we at the end of the show? Oh, what a what a three hours, boys. That actually went pretty quick, to be honest. Whoop. Um, well, so many people to thank. Um, I'd like to thank Andrew Barnett, uh, Nathan Gibbons, Gibbons, and um, people. If you are celebrating summer solstice tomorrow, and you do get the family round and. Staring at the sun. Take the time to stare at the sun. Just um, hold them close Mm. um, and just remember that... um, The reason for the season is the height of the sun in the sky. That's right. Mm. Goodbye, everybody, and a very, very happy summer. Are we going to celebrate summer solstice tomorrow? No, tomorrow's Christmas show. Okay, right. (laughs)